0: Welcome to the Stop Overdrinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving working moms come to learn how to stop overdrinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Messenic, and let's dig in. Welcome to episode 48, Desire. Hello, happy Thanksgiving week. For, you, for those of you that are in the U.S., <laughs> I know so many people listen all over the world, so you know, it's Thanksgiving here in the U.S., so kids are off school, we are traveling. I'm hesitant to say where we're going because it's a surprise for some people, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you. <laughs> maybe they're listening, maybe they're not. I don't know who all listens to my podcast and my family or my friends, so... We are surprising my family um, in Indiana with a trip. We are leaving tomorrow really early in the morning, which is Wednesday, you know, at like four o'clock in the morning. The kids don't even know. We're going to wake them up and surprise them, and we're going to jump in the car, and we are driving to Chicago, and we've got an awesome hotel room in downtown Chicago at my favorite hotel, the Palmer House Hilton, and my sister is going to take the train up from my hometown, Chesterton, Indiana. Um, into the city and we're gonna hang out and then in the morning I am running my Thanksgiving race, my five mile race that I've been training for that I've been looking forward to for this this past you know six or seven weeks. And then after that we are going to have Thanksgiving dinner in Chinatown. We're gonna have some dim sum and some dumplings and Chinese broccoli and yummy deliciousness. <laughs> and then we are driving to Chesterton to surprise my parents. And we're all super excited about it. Well, my husband and I are. Nobody else knows except for my sister. And um, it'll be all super fun. We love surprising people. I love surprising people. I probably like it more than anybody else in my family. (laughs) I love surprising people. I love scaring people. I love jumping out uh, behind dark shadows and scaring my husband I love scaring my kids I love surprising my parents with stuff it's so fun I love surprising my husband with birthday trips and all of it it's super fun to plan that so anyway that's what we're doing if you are my family member do not tell my parents (laughs) or my grandmas or my aunts if maybe one of you aunts are listening to this just giggle on the inside and keep that to yourself and I'll be seeing you soon hopefully all right, I am thankful for so many things in my life, you guys. and because it's Thanksgiving week, I wanted to open up this podcast um, with what I'm thankful for. Number one, I am thankful for my own persistence to making my life the best it can be. Number two is I'm ama- my amazing family, my kids, my husband, my parents, my grandmothers, my in-laws, my whole family, I love them. Number three, my body that allows me to be active and strong and have energy to go all day working, mothering, running, creating, all of it. I'm so thankful for my body. And number four, you. You all, my listeners, my clients, everyone that follows along, you keep me going. Knowing that you're here, knowing that I'm helping people helps me. Me writing and teaching you reinforces the same concepts in me. It helps me dive deep and analyze my own behaviors And figure them out first and then I help you do that. It helps me stay committed to doing what I do and showing up here every single week. So I'm so thankful for you. All right, this week is about desire. What do you think when you hear the word desire? (laughs) My brain goes to sex right away. (laughs) Go figure. Well, desire is a feeling. It's a feeling or a vibration in your body. Desire is a feeling just like sadness is. Desire is a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. Desire shows up in all areas of our lives. We have desire for food, for sex, for alcohol, to exercise, to be thin, to want a new job, to want a new mate, right? To want a new house. It's really important to understand desire, especially if you are someone who overdrinks. If you're over-drinking, then you have an over-desire for alcohol. Basically, you want it too much, and you're the only one that can know if you want it too much, okay? Everyone is different. If you're only drinking a glass of wine a night but really struggle with not doing that, then you have an over-desire for that one glass of wine. Over-desire is a desire that is so strong that it drives you, to take action that you really don't wanna be doing, like over-drinking. Some people have an over-desire for sex or an over-desire to spend money and shop. You know if you have an over-desire if you feel like you can't control it sometimes. Overdesire is caused by repetition. Specifically with drinking, over is caused when we initially try to solve some emotion with alcohol. So say we start out drinking in social situations to ease into them, to feel more open and talkative. That is you drinking to feel something that you aren't feeling in the moment, to feel more comfortable, right? So if you keep doing this in social situations, your brain will start searching for it in every social situation. So eventually, after repeating this behavior, drinking in social situations to feel more comfortable, right? You do that over and over. You notice that the first thing you do when you go to a party or a social event is you search for the alcohol. Your brain is just like a beeline to the bar or beeline to the host or whatever it is, right? You feel like you need it to get through the event or to liven up or to have fun. If you can't get through an event party or a work function without obsessing about alcohol or drinking, then you have that overdesire. A lot of my clients have an overdesire for wine in the evenings when they are cooking dinner. They have this overdesire for it at this time because of the repetition of drinking the wine while cooking over and over and over again. It's really important to know that the overdesire didn't just happen. It happened over time, right? You are now here, right, probably listening to this podcast about overdrinking because of repetitive behavior of drinking in certain situations. You have the urge to drink. You drink. You drink. And then you keep repeating the same process over and over again, and now you have this over-desire, and when you have an over-desire, like you really want it really bad, you overdrink. And for some women, it's only one glass of wine a night. For some, it's two bottles a night. Another desire I want to talk about is the desire to keep doing the same things. So say you want to stop over-drinking, you want to lose weight, and you know what you need to do, right? Like to do the actions, when I say to do i.e. meal plan, not snack, stop eating when you're satisfied and only eat when you're truly hungry, right? Those are the things we do, right? We know what to do. <laughs> Your higher self wants to do this. It wants to make a plan. It wants to feel committed to doing it, right? But then when the time comes to execute the plan, right? Now, and when I mean the plan, only eat what you planned, not snacking, only eating when you're hungry, not drinking on Tuesdays. When it comes time to d- execute the plan, You think, I don't want to. I just don't feel like it. It doesn't sound good, right? Really pay attention to me here. This is because you have a desire to do what you normally do. Your desire to do what is comfortable is a thousand times stronger than the desire to change or to stick to your plan, right? Desire drives you to drink and eat what you have been doing for years, Desire feels strong. It feels like you're being pulled towards something. Like you may say you don't want it, but then you find yourself walking across, getting up off the couch, walking across into the kitchen, (laughs) opening up the wine cabinet and pouring the wine, right? Even when you said you wouldn't do, even when you're like in your brain, you're like, I don't want to do this or I shouldn't be doing this. And you do it anyway. That desire is pulling you. Okay. Think about a vegetable or a food you don't like. You aren't pulled to eat it anyway, right? <laughs> you don't have a desire for it. Just like cigarettes. If you don't smoke, you aren't pulled towards smoking. Our desire to stay the same and keep doing what we are doing is stronger than our desire to change. There's This is totally normal, right? This is It's okay. There's nothing wrong with you or with this desire. Okay. But if you want to make changes that last and aren't, it isn't always a struggle to keep doing them, then you have to develop a desire for the thing you want to be doing instead. Okay. So just like you have developed a desire to over drink or to snack, you can develop a desire to eat salads. You can develop a desire to get up and exercise in the morning. You can develop the desire to not drink. And if you want to feel pulled to do healthy activities, like it's just what you do when you don't have to think about it or force yourself to do it or feel really uncomfortable doing it, then you have to create a desire for it. Creating desire for doing what you actually want to do takes commitment. It takes repetition. Think about repetition involved that leads you to be somebody who overdrinks. Think about repetition involved that leads you to snack every night after dinner, right? uh, It took practice, a lot of it, for you to feel that pull like it's against your own will. And it's going to take the same practice and repetition for you to develop better habits, such as not drinking or not eating snacks or going out for a run. It takes you in that moment that you had planned to eat a salad for lunch to go ahead and eat the salad, even if you don't want to. Okay, or it doesn't sound good it takes you honoring your commitments to your exercise plan no matter what it takes you not drinking when you said you wouldn't drink and you have to do this over and over and over again even when you don't want to even when it feels boring or hard or you've had a long day but eventually you'll get to this place where those new healthy habits just become what you do and you don't have to fight with yourself about doing it Right? that becomes your new autopilot the fight becomes different It's like, no, I need to exercise today. And if I don't, I'll be fighting with myself all day long and feeling off, right? And that fight isn't worth it to you anymore. And your desire to get out there and run or walk or go to the gym pulls you out of the house and you do it. Your desire to do it finally becomes stronger than the desire not to do it. And then... When this happens, it's pure magic. It becomes automatic, like brushing your teeth every day. It's just what you do. You don't have to think about it too much. You just do it. It's your lifestyle now. Just like maybe right now your lifestyle is to drink wine every night when you're cooking dinner. You can have a lifestyle where that doesn't exist if you don't want it to. My lifestyle doesn't include alcohol anymore. My lifestyle includes exercise five times a week, running, lifting weights, eating salads for lunch 95% of the time, maybe even more. (laughs) Cooking dinners at home every night. Eating what most Americans would think of boring food. I am that person now, (laughs) right? I used to think those people were boring. I didn't like people who only ate salads and who didn't drink. I had big judgments about them. I thought that they were suffering. (laughs) I really did. I thought that people ate salads were suffering. That they were forcing themselves to eat this healthy food And they didn't have any joy in their life, okay? But now I'm one of those people. And I have tons of joy and tons of pleasure in my life. I love my life so much. I love my salads just as much as I would love like a burger with bun and french fries, okay? I love eating my salads. Now I don't have a desire for all the alcohol or all the heavy bad food I used to eat. I have a desire for food that makes me feel light and energizes me. I have a desire for strong muscles to be tight and fit and be able to decide on a whim that I want to run a 10K race like on a Saturday morning, two days in advance. But that didn't happen overnight. It took repetition. It took building a desire for a new way of living. I had to be okay feeling uncomfortable and having that desire for my old way be present and not respond to it. I have multiple podcast episodes about how to handle those urges, right? So if you want to go... On the how-to path of doing that, listen to those podcast episodes, especially podcast number 19. It's about urges and white knuckling. Desire can work you, work for you and against you, okay? Desire can lead you towards your dreams and keep you stuck where you are. Understand where your desire is. Where is it causing you to stay stuck and where in your life is it driving you forward? Notice if your desire to keep drinking is so strong that you feel pulled to do it. Then become conscious of how you got there. All the repetition involved leading you to be here now. And now you want to decide if you want to desire not drinking it more. Okay? Decide if you want to not want it. All right? And commit to repeating not doing it. Learn how to allow your desire and not respond to it. Get coaching to have support during this time. Learn how to manage your thoughts and change them to get the results that you want in your life. I can help you unwire your your desire for alcohol so that doesn't have that big part of your life. So you're not feeling that pull and that constant battle. That's exactly what I help my clients do. When you don't desire it, you don't overdrink it. And that my friends is true freedom because it's not always that battle. All right, you guys, I'm officially announcing how you can join me in 2020 for coaching. All right. I've told you guys I'm not accepting any more private clients for the rest of the year. I'm changing my coaching program and I'm going to be sharing that on a video call. I'm going to share all the details of my new program. So I want you to write this down. The, the date for that call is December 11th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm going to have a second call on December 13th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. If you want the details and how you can finally solve the overdrinking issue and work with me, join me during this call. There's a registration link in the show notes of this podcast um, that you can go to and click on and register for the call. I'll also be emailing this registration link out to everyone on my email list. So if you are not on my email list, please go to Angela Masenic m-a-s-c-e-n-i-k.com and enter your email and the fir- and your first name in the subscribe box on the right hand side of the page or the, the subscribe box that pops up when you open my website. My program for 2020 is unprecedented. I've taken all of my clients biggest concern and developed a customized program that is not available anywhere else. I can't wait to share with you the details. So if you've been wanting to permanently stop over drinking but haven't pulled the trigger, now is your time. Join me during this call. I'm going to discuss all the details, put the dates on your calendar, December 11th at 1 p.m. Eastern and December 13th at 3 p.m. Eastern. The link to register for that call is in the show notes. And I will talk to you next week. Have a beautiful Thanksgiving. I love you all. Take care.